Hey family, as a member of the unassociated team, I want to extend my warmest thank yous for all of your support through prayer, engaging with our content on social media, as well as tuning into our weekly podcast. There is another way that we can support this ministry, and that's by donations. If God puts it on your heart to donate to this ministry, you can head on over to www.undashassociated.com slash donate. You can submit a one-time donation or subscribe to have a reoccurring donation to the ministry. God has amazing plans for Unassociated in the upcoming year of 2024. This includes our Poetry Jam, February 3rd, which you do not want to miss. Thank you again so much for your constant prayers and support to this community. Now, enjoy this latest episode of Create with Kendra. everyone welcome back to another episode of create with kendra a place where you can be inspired challenged and changed happy wednesday everyone i know this is the wednesday before thanksgiving so whether if you're at the grocery store doing some last minute shopping if you're in the kitchen cooking listening to this podcast you the one or if you are the couch potato that is delegating people around the house around this way that way hey Somebody got to do it. (laughs) I hope you all are doing well um, this Wednesday that you are settling in a space of gratitude that you are leading with a thankful heart and that everyone is just coming together, slowing down. Okay, y'all, we need to slow down. We need to learn how to slow down and take in life as God gives it to us. Every single week on this podcast, we acknowledge a black creative entrepreneur, businessman, or woman for doing what they do best, y'all. And this week, we are acknowledging and putting our spotlight on Lavender Lowe. Lavender is an entrepreneur that has a a Christian clothing brand called Clothing for Christ. Clothing for Christ is an apparel that is dedicated to seeking and drawing near to God by putting messages on it that reflect the Christian walk. For those that are interested in in donating, in purchasing, in supporting this business, head on over to www.clothingforchrist.com or you can search her up on social media at Clothing for Christ. For those that are new to this show, we have a function here on the Create with Kendra podcast that we all can be a part of this show. If you are interested in having a topic of discussion discussed on this show, if you have a question or something that you want us to engage with on an episode, head on over to www.undashassociated.com slash askkendra for more details. Now, this is what we call in our society the season of Thanksgiving. Um, 
there's one thing that I want to share and it's not to be a pessimist. It's not to be a wet blanket, but I also want um, us in this season of Thanksgiving to know that whether you are happy or whether you are grieving that thanksgiving is not exclusive to happiness and it's not exclusive to things that are happening around us but thanksgiving is a heart posture and so today i want to ask and i want you all and for us all to think about that can our heart be positioned Thanksgiving when we have been afflicted? Can our hearts be positioned for Thanksgiving when there are lines being formed against you? Can our hearts be positioned for Thanksgiving if you are fighting for your life? Can our hearts be positioned Thanksgiving, if you have to fight through depression, can our hearts be postured for Thanksgiving if we have to fight through anxiety? Can our hearts be positioned for Thanksgiving if things aren't coated with sugar? Today, I want to go simply to the word of God. I don't have a lot to And I don't have a lot to spin off on, but we are simply going to read the word of God. The word of God, saints, can and will stand alone. The grass withers and and the flower fades. The word of the Lord stands forever. Um, let's pray before we, we get started. I feel prayer coming on. So father, we thank you today for being a good God, a kind father. We thank you for being consistent. We thank you for your love. We thank you for looking out for us. We thank you for your goodness. God, I pray today that you decrease Kendra and that your Holy Spirit speaks loudly. God, I pray that this word comforts and encourages someone that is listening to this even now. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Now, before we read, there are three things that I want to talk about through the scripture. Um, The first thing is that I want to acknowledge that God is good through this we're going to see God's goodness the second thing is that our affliction keeps us accountable and also keeps us humble and the third thing that I want to share is that lies do not last amen lies do not last let us read from the book of Psalms Chapter 119, verse 65 through 72. 
And it says you have dealt well with your servants, O Lord, according to your word. Teach me good judgment and knowledge, for I believe your commandments. Verse 67 says, before I was afflicted, I went astray. But now I keep your word. You are good and do good. Teach me your statutes. Verse 69 says, The proud have forged a lie against me, but I will keep your precepts with my whole heart. Their hearts as fat and grease, but I delight in your law. Verse 71 says, It is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I may learn your statutes. The law of your mouth is better to me than thousands of coins of gold and silver. And the word of the Lord is blessed. It was good for me that I had been afflicted. Now, what did this affliction bring? What did it cause for the writer of this psalm to say, it was good that I had been afflicted? Let's go back. Verse 66, teach me good judgment and knowledge for I have believed your commandments. Before I was afflicted, I went astray. But now I keep your word. You are good and do good. The writer of this psalm is saying, now I'm in the position that before my affliction, I went astray. But now I am keeping your word and I'm asking you to give me knowledge and to give me good judgment as I move. And now there is this enlightenment of God's goodness and that God does good even with us, even when we are afflicted, even when we have to move through difficult times. God is still good. He is still good. Because the first verse says, you have dealt well with your servant, O Lord, according to your word. The writer of the psalm starts off saying, God, you've done good by me according to through your word. One thing I want to stop and recognize, folks, I don't care who becomes viral or not. I don't care how many reels you save on Instagram and send out to your friends. I don't even care about some of the reels that, you know, this show has produced. The only thing that will ever stand 
The only thing we could ever, ever depend on is the word of God. Create with Kendra will fade. Churches will fade. The books will fade. These great viral people will fade. But the only thing that's going to last, the only thing that's going to deal well with us, the only thing that's going to get us through depression and anxiety and our trials and our tribulations, the only good thing that's going to pour into us is the word of God. The only thing that will ever stand. Heaven and earth will pass. But God's word, it'll never pass. So I want us to be reminded of how powerful and how necessary we need God's word. God's word is good. It's his goodness that he sent to us that we will never feel lonely, that we will always have an answer, that he was always speaking in and through his word. That is the goodness of God, that he will continue to speak to us and be good to us through his word amen second thing i want to talk about is that afflictions keeps us humble and accountable now let's run it back to verse 67 but before i was afflicted I went astray, but now I keep your word. You are good and do good. Let's keep it a buck, y'all. Some of us would not be walking with God had he not allowed affliction to happen to us. Now, if God lets you keep wilding out, doing what you're doing it ain't even got to be the biggest wild out wilding out but if god lets you continue let me let me turn the, let me turn the mirror this way if god let me continue in me in my flesh in my sin then then what, what was the point but sometimes our affliction is not the devil. I'm about to make somebody mad. Sometimes our affliction, we cause. Sometimes the affliction, it be our fault. Because one thing about God is, and this is why we have to take seriously the, the scripture that says, humble yourselves and pray. I would rather humble myself than have God humble me because if God humbles me, he's bringing affliction and it keeps us accountable. I know it keeps me accountable. That is the way that God will get our attention is to send affliction, but he won't leave you there. Because if God has sent you, send it to you, he'll bring you through it. Amen. But even in the affliction, 
The Lord allows opportunity for us to learn. He affords us opportunity to grow. He affords us opportunity to change. But the question is, what will you answer to? What will you answer to? Let's keep moving down to verse 69. The proud have forged a lie against me, but I will keep your precepts with my whole heart. Their hearts are as fat as grease, but I will delight in your law. Let's stop there. Now, One thing I want us to to realize is that sometimes our affliction will question our affliction based on who's tied and attached to it. Now, it's just me and you. And I won't ask you to air out your business and I ain't going to air out mine. But isn't it something when affliction can come or you'll find affliction close in your camp, in your family, in your friend group? And isn't it, doesn't it become more difficult for us to move And to pray about these things and to move through these things when there are affliction attached to those who we love. Now, one thing about me, um, little Miss So-and-so and and Mr. So-and-so over there, if you cross me as an associated, as I mean, as an associate or as a distant person, that is not in close proximity, I could care less. But when the affliction happens in my friends, when the affliction happens in my family, it's just something about that, that, that just, it burns. There is a, a sting. There is a painful sting that comes with that sort of affliction, that sort of disappointment. And I want to and I want to acknowledge that it does hurt that it is uncomfortable. And some of you listening to this may be feeling that, may be dealing with that even now. But I also want to encourage you through God's word. Because even though that may be happening, can your heart still be positioned in gratitude? Can your heart be positioned as thankful? Can your heart be positioned as the word says? The proud has forged lies against me, but I will keep your precepts with my whole heart. There's stuff going on that folks are setting me up or folks are believing the lies of the devil 
but I'm going to still focus on you. Can we position ourselves in that way? Can we position ourselves even when it gets hard? And there is something that I have been learning um, because naturally and for most of my life, y'all, I have been a people pleaser. I've always wanted people to like me. I've always wanted to get along with everybody. I've always wanted to make others around me comfortable. If you good, I'm good. That has always been the way I move. But there is something about that codependent relationship with other people that can be unhealthy for us. And I'm talking about her first. And I struggled with, Lord, this person is, or these people, or this friend, or this family member is tripping. This person is believing the lies of the enemy, is letting the devil use them, or whatever it is. But God... is the one that's going to stand. God is the one that's going to prosper. God is the one that's going to use this affliction for my good. And hey, God even reminded me sometimes it ain't the devil. Sometimes it's us. And that the devil will set up things spiritually down our family line, I don't know where I'm going with this, that we'll get ourselves caught up in and he ain't even got to touch nothing. And so as there is this struggle and this pull and this affliction, God had to remind me, Kendra, you need to stop trying to prove your goodness to people and just remember that I'm good. Stop trying to prove your goodness to someone that is choosing to reject you and just know that I'm good. Know that I'm faithful, that I am the I am. Knowing that I have your back, knowing that I will never leave you, knowing that you can lean on me. Why try to hang on when you can lean on me? And God, in this season of my life, is teaching me and getting me um, disconnected from that codependency. If you're not good with me, then God bless. But in the midst of you figuring that out, I'm going to keep my eyes on Jesus. I'm going to posture my heart in thanksgiving. I'm going to posture my heart in gratitude. And I'm going to let the Lord do the work. Because one thing is for sure. Whatever lies. This is for somebody that's listening to this right now. I don't know who it is. Whatever lies 
that have been circulating, it's only a matter of time before it falls to the ground. It's only a matter of time till it falls to the ground. Because my God does not put us in position to where we have to defend ourselves when he is the great defender. And my God also is the best vindicator that we could ever ask for. So if you like me and you trying to prove your point and prove your case, be still and know that he's God. Watch him make your enemy your footstool. Watch him dismantle lies. Watch him dismantle walls. Watch him do the work. And you focus on your worship. You focus on your relationship. You focus on your obedience to Christ. And let him take care of all of that. And as I say it to you, I'm saying it to me as well. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now when we get down to verse... 71 it is good for me that i have been afflicted that i may learn your statutes the law of your mouth is better to me than thousands of coins of gold and silver it was good for me that i have been afflicted y'all i remember riding in my car um a few months ago and I was just so, the, the, the pain was hitting, okay? <laughs> the affliction was afflicting, okay? And I was just so, I felt a bit defeated. And I remember the Lord spoke this word to me. It was good for me that I have been afflicted. And I'm like, God, but this don't feel good. So how is it good? The truth be told, our affliction is not going to be wasted because God does not waste pain. He doesn't. The affliction is the exercise of faith. It is the strengthening of faith. Can your faith be real? When you have trial. That's like going to the gym. When you lift weights. And when you're trying to build muscle. There are some things in your body. That begin to tear. And it don't feel good. I mean not to me. There are some people that like that feeling. I'm not the, I'm not that one. Okay. But there are some things in your body. That begin to tear. But when they tear, they grow back stronger. They grow back leaner. And as our faith, if we are not experiencing that exercise of affliction, then what is it am I really trusting God for? 
How can I know him as a healer if I've never been sick? How can I know him as a mind regulator if I wasn't this close to losing my mind? How can I know him as a heart fixer if I've never had a broken heart? How can I know him as a provider if my lights ain't never went out? How can I know him as a way maker when my bills was one one dollar amount, but I had less in my paycheck. How can I know him as who he is if he didn't show me and put me in positions to where he had to show up and show out for me? How will I know that he can heal my family if there isn't no conflict? How will I know If he can deliver me, if I've never experienced exile, how will I know? And so the psalmist says, it was good for me that I have been afflicted. That I may learn your ways. That I may learn you. The affliction isn't to kill us. affliction is to bring us closer to him amen and one thing the law of your mouth is better to me than thousands of of coins of gold and silver there isn't an amount of money there isn't an an, an object there isn't a person that can be good or better than God I would rather never see thousands of gold coins and thousands of golds or silver coins or gold coins or I would rather not see billions of dollars. I'd rather not have the house on the hill if I could just have God's word. If I whew, can only just have God's word give me God's word give me God's presence you can keep your riches because his word is that good it's that important it's more valuable than the riches of this world I hope that this episode encouraged somebody I hope this episode says to somebody that you can make it another day amen father we thank you for your word your word is better than life itself we thank you for what you have to share and what you spoke to your people i pray that you encourages the hearts and minds of your saints Give us strength that this affliction is not to, it's not to kill us. It's not to make us failures because there's no failure in you. Pray that you give us strength, give us encouragement to say that it is good that I am afflicted. I don't know what God is going to do with this affliction, but I trust him. God, I pray that you increase our faith to trust you even when we don't know what's on the other side. 
We praise you, God. We give you glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, y'all. I hope that this um, helps somebody. I hope I do. I hope it did. And um, you all have an amazing rest of your week. And until next time, beautiful people, be blessed.